I did not say blah, blah, blah. You're listening to Swept Together, the story of a modern romance between two adventurers at home, at work, and on the road. We're your hosts, Annabelle and Christian. Join us as we explore the world and make our home together, wherever we end up. Because after all, home is where Where you you create create your your own path. path. Hello again, and welcome to episode 38 of Swept Together, the show where we talk about love relationship, business, and travel, and this week we have a special treat for you. We interviewed our friend and fellow podcaster Jen Snyder of the Creating Your Own Path podcast. This is a great interview. We had a really good time here in Sacramento, California, talking with Jen. Yeah. And some of the things that she talks about are... The... Winding paths and creative side projects that got her to where she is today. Right. And she actually did create her own path. So it's extremely apropos that she would be the host of the Creating Your Own Path podcast. Yep. We also talk about, you know, some of the struggles that she had in her journey. Mm-hmm. Um, also about her epic road trip that took her around the country Right. In six weeks around the country. Crazy town. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of goodness packed into this episode. Yeah, absolutely. And she talks about her book, 100 Days of Discussion, which we've read and gone through ourselves. Um, It's a fantastic book. We definitely recommend you go out and read or download it because it's an ebook. Yeah. And if you listen through to the end, Jen shares some exciting stuff about the book. If you haven't gotten it yet, you'll want to listen through to the end. Yes, absolutely. If you want to catch up on old episodes, you can find Swept Together on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you're listening to the iTunes or podcast app, the iTunes, (laughs) if you're listening on iTunes or your podcast app on the iPhone, please go and rate us. If you haven't done so already, um, you can go to swepttogether.com slash share the love in order to find the instructions on how to rate us. Yeah, they make it a little convoluted. Yeah. And speaking of reviews, we got another review this time from EDOT, like E and then dot. It's spelled out E-D-O-T. But I wonder what that means, EDOT. Anyway, so who, <laughs> EDOT writes great travel slash lifestyle content love the subjects covered and it always makes my commute fly by listen till the end for the extra bits those always make me smile and laugh (laughs) thanks edot for that glowing review and if you i'm glad somebody listens through to the very end (laughs) at least one person out there listens through to the end you know you're our favorite person now you know i i just put those there at the end because i'm like this is hilarious, but <laughs> it's totally inappropriate for <laughs> the middle of the show. Yeah. The middle of the show, but I, I just want it to live on in perpetuity. <laughs> have some sort of record and be like, ha ha, remember that time you I did a montage of you coughing uncontrollably <laughs> for two minutes. Yeah, those are good things that to be cut out of the podcast. Right. But thanks for the for the glowing review, E dot. We really appreciate it. And if you want to maybe be 
the review of the week, go to swepttogether.com. God, I just don't know how to say share the love really well. Anyways, go to <laughs> go to swepttogether.com slash share the love and rate us on iTunes. Woohoo! And now that all the shenanigans are over, we're going to dive into the interview. Welcome to the show, Jen. I know. Thank you. I'm so excited. We're here in your office in Sacramento in person. I know. After all these years of being internet friends, which I can't remember how we connected online. I know. I was trying to think about that. I do. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. I don't, guys. Uh, I won't make up any kind of story or anything about their friendship. (laughs) (laughs) So... Um, I think it was blogging. I think that was how we connected. And I think we're both friends with, like, we all, like, we're blogging at the same time about similar things, like Mm -hmm. travel and, well, travel. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Mostly. Um, And so I think it was, I think it was the blog. Yeah. It was maybe through... I don't. I can't remember if it was through Adina, our friend Adina, potentially, or if it was just that we met. All of us met around the same time, but well, yeah. Because I, I, again, I don't know, but Adina was really good at like referencing other people's blogs. Yes, I tried to be was. good at that, but she was really good at that. Um, yeah. So maybe that was what it was. So thanks, Adina. Yeah. I'm. I'm sure she's listening. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she does. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so we are um, internet friends from many years ago. Uh, Just as like a brief introduction, Jen is a freelance writer. She also hosts a super awesome podcast called Creating Your Own Path. I was on the show many moons ago, like the first, was it the first season? I think so. No, it was season two, but it was early in season two. Yeah, it was like episode 29 or Mm -hmm. something like that. And Mm -hmm. you're into... A hundred and ten. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Tell me about it. I, <laughs> it's weird. That was like way before I ever even imagined having a podcast, and Aww. I was like, "This is this it, is really cool." <laughs> I know it's really fun, huh? Oh my gosh, yeah. I felt so famous being interviewed on your. Oh podcast. my gosh, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, and she is also an author of a book called Hundred Days of Discussion." I get red in the face when people call me an author still. <laughs> you are a legit author. I bought your book, so that makes you, you a real author. Yes. Right. You've so heard it here first, y'all. Authors yeah. Exactly. You are not a real author unless she buys your book. <laughs> I bought your book. <laughs> that makes me feel really famous, so thank you. I think the first podcast that you shared with me was the one that you were on with on Jen's podcast. Oh, on like we, one of our first dates, she, she we bonded over, you know, podcast listening. So we nice. both listened to podcasts. And right. We shared with each other. These are my favorites. These are my favorites. And and then she slipped in like, hey, by the way, I'm famous. I don't think that's how it went down. <laughs> I like that I was on your first date with you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, forget the rest. That's amazing. <laughs> exactly. Um, yeah. And I was actually pretty impressed when he listened to the podcast I recommended and was like, hey, I think Spilled Milk was on there as well, which of course is a classic. Yep. Um, 
I've also interviewed Molly from. Oh, have you? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't don't ask me which episode number because I I've lost <laughs> yeah. track. It was it was like mid season. We, we three. went and visited her restaurant in Seattle, yeah. Delancey, mm-hmm. and I like it was totally, delicious. I totally fangirled. She wasn't even there, and I fangirled. I yeah. was like, ah. I know. Anyway, I know. That's where we recorded the episode. <sighs> oh, at so the, cool at the pizza um, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Cool. I didn't even know that it was good acoustics in there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that there is, but that's okay. We still did it. <laughs> we it so, yeah, we, made, we it made it work. That was on your big road trip, which we'll talk about later. But So we really love the name Creating Your Own Path podcast mm-hmm. just because, you know, we are doing the same thing and a lot of people that we talk to and in, are inspired by, you know, have created their own path as well. Um, you know, tell us about it. Well... You said 110 where, episodes I know. Already. Where do yeah. I start? <laughs> um, well, so the show, well, before it was a show, it was actually a blog series. So I actually oh, started wow. interviewing people on my blog, which was, oh, gosh, there's there are so many reasons I started this. So one, I was working from home by myself and I was feeling lonely. <laughs> and so I thought, I'm going to reach out to the people I've always admired and ask them a bunch of questions. Let's hope they answer them. Right. Like, let's hope they're up for it. Um, so I started it because of that. I also was feeling very um, untethered, you know, as a freelancer. I, I I was just starting this whole, like, I just left my job in 2010, and I had, um, I was, I was working on a web startup, which I ended up shuddering, um, and a lot of other things happened, and I thought, oh my gosh, I can't be the only one who feels like I'm floundering here. Right. And so, uh, lo and behold, 110 <laughs> episodes later, I am not the only one <laughs> who has felt that way before, uh, which is really great to find out. Um, but what happened is I, I, I was starting to reach out to people, and I think I did four or five interviews that way. And it was great. People answer the, answer the questions, and they like I found out so much about these people, but I was emailing them questions and they were answering them via email. So I wasn't getting a true conversation out of it. I wasn't really getting a connection. Um, And so I thought, well, I listened to podcasts and this was early. This was actually 2013 when I started the Q&A on my blog. Um, And then I, I was listening to a few podcasts back then, like, Ted Radio Hour yeah. and um, Design Sponge, uh, the After the Jump podcast mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. Grace Bonnie. So um, <clears throat> so I was listening to a few podcasts and I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> I had no clue what I was doing. Um, people always ask me, like, what was your strategy? And I was like, ha, 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 that's hilarious. I had no strategy. Um, and <laughs> Get this, a mic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really just wanted to, like, ask people questions and have an excuse to do so. And so... Um, I did, and it was terrible at first. The sound quality, if you listen to the first episode, just FYI, it was, it's not good. It's not, it's not good, (laughs) but it gets better because I just kept going. Um, but as soon as I started interviewing people, I found out that one, people are really generous with their time and their knowledge, which I was really grateful for because... I mean, asking somebody to sit for an hour and tell their story is like, that's a big ask, especially yeah. if, if when people are like really busy. Yeah. <laughs> and so it's, I'm always just really grateful that people are willing to do that. Um, and it's just been this wild, crazy ride that seems to change every season, um, m- mostly because I like to mix it up, but uh, also out of just 
sheer curiosity, you know, like, hey, maybe I'll do interviews this way this time and see what happens. If people like it, great. If they don't, I'll change it back, (laughs) you know. So, um, yeah, it's been it's been an incredible experience. I would have never guessed that I would have started a podcast like that if you would have asked me you know, back in the day when I was a fangirl of podcasts, <laughs> that I just was like, yeah, I would never do that. I'm a writer. Um, but I just realized that asking people questions is really my, what I do for a living, you know? Yeah. It's just the the mode of transportation for the information, you know, whether it's in writing or in audio. Um, it's the questions that matter. Oh. It's the answers, really. But, right. you know, it's that, that conversation, that back and forth with people totally. that really is kind of my GM. So. Yeah. And now you have podcast host on your office I know. On the plaque sign. outside your office. When, yeah. you, when you make up your own job, that's you get to do whatever you want. <laughs> that's, that's true. But, yeah. Perks. Yeah. So is it pretty easy then to transition from, you know, being a writer and blogger and doing the interviews via your blog to then doing it via podcast? It was easy in the sense that um, I basically just asked some friends if they would want to be on the show, and they said yes. And I said, oh, you have a room where we can record? Awesome. Well, I have a Mac. I have a laptop. So great. Because at first... This is embarrassing, but I didn't even have a microphone. I just used the internal the, microphone. The microphone that's on the side. Bad news bears. Don't do that. <laughs> if you if you want to start a podcast, don't do that. Don't do what I did. Um, in a very echoey room with no carpet, high ceilings. I mean, it oh, was... Oh, wow. Whew, man. We're lucky that episode is still airing. Like, we're lucky that that episode made it. It was yeah. so bad. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Um, but but the, the content in the episode turned out to be really great because it was so fun, you know, to do it. Um, Was it overall, is it, do I think podcasting is easy? No. (laughs) Um, I I don't think it's easy only because you do, there are a lot of moving parts. There's editing involved usually. um, And there's a lot of uh, back and forth, you know, if you're um, scheduling guests who then have to reschedule and then reschedule again, or they disappear. I've had guests just disappear it's just ghost like, on you like say yes i want to do an interview and i'm sitting on there on skype and i'm like welp <laughs> okay <laughs> so it, there have been a lot of like hiccups along the way and i've done things um maybe the hard way i haven't um there are a lot of systems you can put in place to make your podcast really easy you can have guests schedule their own interviews and you can <laughs> ask them for their bios and just plop those in um there are ways that you can make it very like plug and play. Yeah. And I haven't necessarily wanted to do it that way. Um, mainly because I just love the the act of storytelling and finding out information um, in a more organic way. I don't yeah. want it to be plug and play necessarily. And I, I actually like went on a really big, crazy, not easy road trip which you guys are are getting a taste for, yeah. I think, yeah. right now. Although you're doing it a little bit differently, but still. Right. Um, I, I think it's uh, it's always a little bit, it's more, uh, it's a better adventure <laughs> to do it the hard way, I think. But um, but it's not necessarily easy, I yeah. wouldn't say. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, speaking of that road trip, I have always really loved how you have, incorporated like found a way to incorporate your passions outside of what you do into what you do like traveling 
building relationships. You just like made it work because you're like, oh, I've got this podcast. I'm going to go on a road trip. And so will you tell us a little bit about about that trip and how it came about? And Sure. Yeah. So let's see. So when I first started the show, I was doing a lot of interviews in person that, because that was that's what I wasn't getting out of the, the blog series yeah. when it was just a blog series. I thought, okay, I'm going to do this in person, even if it's a little bit harder because I got to figure out the microphones and all the stuff, right? Um, versus just sitting on Skype with people. And so I was doing a lot of interviews in Sacramento. I don't know if you know this, but Sacramento is not New York City, and people don't come here for the same vacations that they do in New York City. They don't. Um, <laughs> not really. Uh, but so, I thought it was called the second Big Apple. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. But <laughs> slightly smaller apple. A slightly yeah. smaller. A teeny tiny tiny, <laughs> tiny apple. Um, but And I love Sacramento, so please don't get me wrong there. But, uh, but basically what I'm saying is it was awesome to interview locals, but I had so – I had the longest list of people I wanted to have on the show. And I knew that the only way I was going to get in-person interviews with them is if I went to them. They weren't coming to me. Right. Um, so I am not, as it turns out, Barbara Walters. <laughs> I don't have the same poll as like Ellen or anything like that. So um, so I decided to go to my guests. And um, in 2015, so that would have been, that was season two, um, I started out small. So I started out uh, with a small road trip just to see how I did. You know, I was like, okay, we can go to L.A. <laughs> Not can, too far, I can do pretty this. low. It's, you know, yes, I can drive risk. there. Yeah. I can have all my junk in my car and um, and I can just schlep around all the microphones and the laptop and all that stuff because at the time that's what I used when I – um, when I traveled with for the podcast, um, and it was great. I mean, traffic wasn't awesome because <laughs> it's LA. Right. But uh, I stayed with friends, and they were really amazing and gracious, <laughs> and gave me a bed. Um, and I met all of these really cool people there. And and there's just no way I would have met them otherwise because some of the people I met because of other people I was interviewing along. So, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I got recommendations along the way. Right. And you should talk to this person yeah, also. Yeah, and blah. I just don't know that I would have had that same experience just like trying to find people online. Do you know what I mean? Right. Um, when I left LA, I was actually like exhausted because I had so much fun. <laughs> you know. How I, long was that trip? Um, that trip was, I think, five days maybe oh okay. um so I, yeah i did mini road trips so it was like a maybe a long weekend or something uh but it was um it was jam-packed you know i interviewed a bunch of people i think i'm trying to remember how many people i interviewed in la but it felt like a lot you know as i was kind of like going through the day interviewing people um and I've noticed that I can – there is a such a thing as maxing out on how many interviews you do in one day because I'm just exhausted by the end. Like, sure, I'm yeah. done. Yeah. Um, and so uh, so I came home from that. I was physically exhausted but, like, super pumped to do it again. You know, like, just fulfilled in a different way yeah. even mm-hmm. though I was drained physically. Uh, and so I planned another one um, to Seattle and Portland and – I think I interviewed like nine people on that one. I was in Portland for just over 24 hours, and I interviewed four people in one day. That's in my max, day. by the way. Oh, jeez. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> it was 
intense. But it, and it was also intense because the people I interviewed, I was like, oh my god, I'm interviewing these people. I'm so excited, you know, because I've been following their work for so long. And that was another thing is I I realized like okay. I can do this. It's totally doable, but I do need to build in some time to rest. I probably shouldn't do four hours. You know, I was learning as I went along. And that was a nine-day trip, I think-ish. I also stayed with my family in Crescent City for a few days. So um, so that trip was really – I learned a lot on that one. I mean – I figure if you can navigate certain cities like Seattle, Chicago, I didn't drive through New York this time, but you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? It was like, if you can do like drive through certain cities, I feel like you're, you're good mm-hmm. almost in life. Mm-hmm. Like, you yeah. have, you have like life skills. You can find your way. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, um, that was a really, again, another amazing trip. And so I looked at my bank account and said, can I do a real, real big trip? Um, you know, I had been kind of hoarding my income from freelance projects and I had some savings. And so piles of cash, just piles of cash. (laughs) I certainly did not have piles, but, uh, but I did have, like, I had saved some money to see if I could make this work. And I was trying to get sponsors. So I was definitely actively searching for people who would, um, who would help fund this little adventure. Um, and <clears throat> nobody came through until 10 days before my big road trip. So my big road trip in 20, sorry, 2015 um, was – it started in August. And 10 days before – several things happened about 10 days before. Um, a sponsor came through uh, out of nowhere. They had heard one of my episodes and um, – like it just asked me if I wanted wow. a sponsor and I was like yes actually I'm doing this really huge thing and would love for you to sponsor it <laughs> um here's what we can do and it was incredible and they were great um they just randomly <clears throat> they heard, heard your episode or is it well through back channel kind of thing well no so they so a lot of sponsors um they specifically market on pot on podcasts for a reason right they want to either reach like niche markets or um or they want just brand name recognition on like the real big podcasts you know that have millions and millions right, of downloads right. i'm not one of those ps <laughs> um and i'm still a i say i'm a small potatoes podcast but um one of my friends said i think you might be medium potatoes i was like i'll take it <laughs> i'll take i'll take medium potatoes yeah. um but i'm definitely not a huge like I don't have all those downloads. So um, so they came through, um, and at the same time, my stepmom got sick. So my stepmom in 2015, I'm going to try not to cry, but um, it's been a long day. <laughs> um, but she got sick, um, and she was kind of in the midst of getting a diagnosis for ovarian cancer. So oh, no. <clears throat> the day before I left on my trip is when she was officially diagnosed, and I thought, oh, my God, okay. Um, so what do I do? Right. I've been planning this six week road trip. I, the plan was to go clear across the country all the way to Vermont, um, down the East coast and then along the South back to California and to try and do it in six weeks because like I have a home and a husband and like a right. life here. Right. So I knew I couldn't be gone for a really long time. And, um, and so I would, you know, having, getting the news that my stepmom was sick, and they live about eight hours away from where I live. Um, and when my stepmom was telling me that she was sick, um, she 
I said, well, okay. Um, and she's like, you're going. You're you're still she going on your trip. She was like, 100% supportive. Yes. And both. In fact, kicking you out the door. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. She was very supportive. And she said, there's no way you're staying home because who knows? Like, I could just be on chemo forever. Or like, she just said, you just don't know what could happen. And we can talk on a regular basis no matter where you are in the country. And you can always come home. You can always fl- hop a flight. And I was like, okay. <laughs> she's not wrong she's right and um and so I basically what I did is I wrote into my contract with my sponsor that if something happened and I needed to quit the road trip we would we would figure out the difference you know um because what sponsors are paying for content you know right. and so um so it was one of those things where it all kind of hit at, at the same time um yeah so at the end of August in 2015, I left my husband and my dogs, <laughs> and I um, I started obviously here in California. I drove up north and um, through like Spokane and then Montana and then and then and then and then. So I, I kind of went across the the north um, and made it to let's see upstate around Labor Day weekend. Yeah, because that was my longest. I stayed there for four days, which was the longest <laughs> I had stayed anywhere for since California. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that road trip was insane. <laughs> it was just, it was really fast. Six weeks. Six weeks is nothing. Yeah, uh, it's wow. like the same route that we're doing in like a year. Right. Right. It's crazy. <laughs> I know. And we're even thinking it's our too route fast. is way yeah. too fast. Right. Well, so that's just it. It's like. I know that um, I knew that I had a limited amount of time because I had a limited budget. Mm-hmm. You can only stay so many. I didn't. I didn't have an RV, so I was staying in couch surfing. Uh, or- yeah, right. I was staying with friends. I was staying in hotels, which wow. is not cheap. No, no. Um, I had some really amazing friends, kind of offer up, like you said, a, a couch or a bed or whatever. But um, but I don't have friends in every city, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, and some friends just don't have the space, you know? Right, exactly. Um, so, which I understand. So, uh, so I, I kind of had a limited budget and a, a limited time frame to work in. So that's what I did. Um, if I had to do it all over again, I would for sure not do it in six weeks. I would, <laughs> I would try to figure space out a way. Space it out a little bit longer. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, I was producing from the road. That was another mm-hmm. thing that was, it was a challenge. So what I did in, in L.A. and with the Seattle Portland trip um, is I got all of the audio and then produced everything at home. Right. So it was like on my own time schedule. Um, But while the challenge for me is I knew I wanted to try producing from the road from like hotel rooms and just figure it out and turn off the refrigerator and air conditioner (laughs) and just like put my microphone on one of those little wingback chairs and see how it goes. And, um, and it was great except if I was in my hotel room producing the show, that means I wasn't like exploring. So there was that push pull of mm-hmm. how I was spending my time. And um, yeah, the, I mean, I feel like I got to see so much of the country, but I wanted to stay everywhere longer. <laughs> At the same time. Yeah. yeah. Totally. So that's what I would do differently, I think, is I would figure out a way to do it for longer. I don't know how. <laughs> But maybe someday. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the that's something that we're struggling with too. We're like, we love spending time the the fact that we're here, but we 
we hate that we have to leave. <laughs> right. Or like you know? that you have to get work done while you're right. while you're traveling, but that's what you signed up for too. Oh, right. that's, totally. That's exactly. where I had to re- remind myself like you signed up for this. Mm-hmm. You still have stuff you need to do in yeah. order to like fulfill your sponsor agreement. <laughs> right. Right. So. Right. So you talked about limited budget, limited time. What other, you know, challenges did you face during this journey? Um, well, I was doing it alone. And so I didn't, I mean, that was a challenge I was like ready to take on. Like there were so many people that were just not supportive of me going alone. And I was like, screw that. (laughs) I can do whatever anybody else can do. So, um, I mean, there were challenges with that. I mean, I was definitely much more aware of my surroundings at all times. And I was, I was hyper alert, um, just for safety reasons. Right. Yeah. Like, a lady traveling alone, I guess, you know, yeah. but, uh, but did you ever like stay in your car and just pull off to the side of the road for the night? Is that? No. Okay. No, no, no. Nothing like that. But, but, um, when you're a woman, there are things that are scary. Yeah. Um, like regular like looking things. Yes. <laughs> regular, like what, what wouldn't scare right you walking you down? Well, I'm like, you know what I mean? It's, Oh, totally. There were times when I crossed the street Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. If right. I saw an altercation taking place up in front of me or like just trying to be smart about sure, yeah. um, not mentioning that I'm traveling alone <laughs> or, yeah. you know right. what I mean? And um, social media is a big thing, making sure I was not posting my precise location ever. Right. I don't do that hardly ever anyway. But, uh, you know, just there were things that I was definitely um, trying to be aware of for sure. Yeah. Right. Um other challenges. Um, <laughs> when my husband and I road trip, which we do as much as possible, um, I kind of didn't – I took for granted the act of being a passenger in the car. Hmm. I can get so much done from the passenger seat. I can check my email. I can make phone calls. Um, I can do all sorts of things. I can research people, you know, but – Guess what you can't do while you're driving? All of those things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I definitely had a very, this was a um, an observation I made very early on in the road trip. It's like, oh my gosh, I can't do anything. And I am on the road from Arley, Montana to somewhere South Dakota. Like, mm-hmm. that's a long drive. That's a long drive. <laughs> um, and so it, it was, and it was longer than Google said, let me tell you. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was a great, it was beautiful. It was a beautiful drive. Uh, so there were things like that where I, I definitely had um, realizations early on that I would have to sort of reimagine what a road trip looks like because I was doing it by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I miss my husband. I mean, that was a huge challenge of oh, like totally. just not being able to be with him on a regular basis. Um, and you know, I love my husband, but he's not a very good phone communicator. Like he doesn't like talking on the phone. And so, uh, that's challenging when you, when you're not together for six weeks. Right. So, yeah. uh, so, you know, we made it work, but um, I definitely prefer actually spending time with my husband in person. Right. <laughs> so, right. yeah, so that was a big one. And just knowing that my family was going through things, um, really, yeah. really hard things. Mm-hmm. While, and I was so far away. It just, it's odd. You know, I've traveled overseas and I've traveled in this country. And it, the farther away I get, it could, even though I can hop a plane and even though I can talk to them on the phone or text or whatever or Skype, whatever, um, 
I still feel really far away, you know, totally. and I'm over there so in you don't Vermont. Have that physical I can't just connection. hop in the car yeah. um, and see my people, <laughs> you totally. know. So, um, yeah, so that was a that was a big one, I think. So what are um, you know, you have obviously like a big part of your life is lived online. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both understand that for sure. Um, and your husband has made the decision to not not have an online presence. Um, what's the biggest upside for you of that that kind of dynamic? There's definitely some challenges there, but obviously yeah. there's something that works for yeah. you guys. Um, well, I mean, I knew – so I've always been like an, an early adopter of things, at least. Mm. I feel like not so much anymore, but like – I don't know. I've been – messing around and like working or researching or or being just being on the internet for a, a long time in internet years it's like dog years you know like you gotta <laughs> multiply by a, by a multiple of yeah um so uh i've always been fascinated by what could happen online um from like a business perspective and and I've watched people do it. You know, there are people who, and I'm specifically speaking of bloggers here, but um, there are people who have created these weird jobs yeah. where you just write things on the interwebs and then there's money involved. And it's like, what? And this was back in the day. And you're like, right. how do you do this? How is this a job? Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always been fascinating for to me. And I've always, you know, since I graduated, I've been working in the realm of kind of content and communications mm-hmm. and that sort of thing and, and figuring out how to share certain stories in, in different and interesting ways. Um, and my husband has not. I mean, he's just, that's just not what he does for a living. And, you know, I think it has a lot to do with that. I mean, I don't think that I was necessarily raised as like, like we, I think we had like the AOL 1.0, like, in high, I think I was in high school right, when that came, came out. Like, there's a, a CD in the mail. <laughs> right, there was a CD in the mail, and like, every other week, you got <laughs> <one>. right? <laughs> yes, upgrade. Um, yeah, so you know what I mean. But it wasn't like it wasn't a thing. I didn't get a cell phone until I moved to Sacramento in 2000. You know, right. which was for college. <laughs> so I think, um, but I've always been really fascinated by it. I mean. Mm-hmm. I sold cell phones in college too, by the way, and I could take them apart and put them back together again nice. and all of those things. So I've always been interested in how things work and how um, the pace of technology has just like fascinated me because everything's moving so fast. Um, I don't necessarily, I'm not able to keep up. I'm like, I'm not saying I'm awesome at it. I'm just saying it's really <laughs> interesting to me. Yeah. yeah. And for my husband, it's like, it's where he re- researches things. It's where he figures out how to, take something apart and put it back together again. Um, The upside for me is that he reminds me to be present. Um, And I have a podcast episode coming up about this just a little bit of how easy it is to just keep scrolling. Like, oh oh my gosh, it's so – they design things so that you stay mm-hmm. there, right? You stay scrolling. Totally. Um, all of the apps are designed that way. Just FYI, you guys, if you're listening and you're like, oh, why do I, why am I so addicted to Instagram? Well, let me tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they built it that way. Um, that's what Stories is all about, just so you know. It's to keep you there. Um, but it's really fun and it's really beautiful. Totally. So it's, I, I get both sides of it. Um, mm-hmm. But 
there have been times where he was like, dude, put the phone down. You know, like <laughs> we're not in this to get like four million pictures. And he is like a constant reminder of that for me. And it's that's a huge value, like a valuable reminder for me. And it's something that even when he's not around. So when I was on my road trip, um, I went to the Grand Canyon and – um, I don't know if I've told this story on my podcast. I was, I've told friends this story before, but um, it, I was watching. So I went for my birthday in 2015. I made sure I, w- I was going to be at the Grand Canyon for my birthday, um, which I spent my birthday alone at the Grand Canyon. It was great. It was but um, yeah. oh my God, it's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So I was watching Sunset um, one evening and I, I, I scored like a great spot you know, at an overlook. And of course, it's of so course. crowded. Right. And it's like people behind me and then behind them and then behind them to mm-hmm. try and look at this giant hole in the ground at sunset. And um, I was taking pictures and then I put my camera down to just watch, you know, and not not worry about the pictures, but just to watch it. And this woman next to me, this part, I think it was a woman, I don't know. It was a person next to me was like, <laughs> are you done? And I'm like, the sun's still up. like am i am i done like i don't i didn't it didn't it did not compute and i was like oh am i done getting my selfie for facebook so you can stand in my spot and get the selfie no because i that's not why i'm here like i'm not here to take a a selfie for instagram or facebook or whatever i'm actually here to watch the sunset over the grand canyon (laughs) yeah exactly this is an experience i want to have so i set my camera down because i wanted to actually like use my eyeballs (laughs) to watch the thing right and um and so you know having my husband not be connected to to not feel pulled to share all the time whereas in my job it I'm pulled to share all the time, yeah, right? Totally. And so um, he's just a constant like bug in my ear saying like, okay, are you going to experience the thing? Or are you going to take a picture of the thing? Because you totally. almost, you can't always do both at once. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, I think that's probably the biggest upside is just having somebody kind of like check me every once in a while. Like, yeah. Do you need to be on Instagram right now? Nope. <laughs> I certainly <laughs> right. don't. That is a true story. Yeah. That's a great upside. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so your book, yes. 100 Days of Discussion, we've been listening to the audio book version. Which makes me so happy. Uh, <laughs> we in, finished it on our, our road we, trip from, yeah, we, from Fresno to here. Yeah, oh, we, nice. we listened yeah. to it uh, in the RV when we were driving and we like paused it to answer the questions and all that. It was, yeah, we did the thing that you said to do. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we followed instructions. I'm so glad. Um, and yeah, we just, I'm glad the instructions made sense. Thank you for that. Yes, of course. Thank you for being my tester. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, and so, yeah, we really enjoyed using the discussion prompts and, um, the book was born kind of out of what you were just talking about, that desire to like pull yourself out of the internet and into a real relationship. And having actual intimacy. Actual conversations Mm -hmm. and actual intimacy, um, do you want to tell us a little bit about your book, how it came about? Yeah, so um, it was complicated be- for that reason. Um, so the original, so, so the book was actually based on a project. It feels like everything happened in 2015. I like did all the things in 2015, <laughs> but um, that's not true. I've done things since then. But <laughs> but in 2015, I did participate in the 100 Days Project. Um, and so what that is is, I don't know if everybody's familiar, but on Instagram, 
um, El Luna and the Great Discontent, they kind of um, corralled their influence and started this big movement to get people to do something for 100 days. So whether that's sketching or painting or some other thing. Um, and I had tried these 100 or 365-day projects before. They were, they were a thing before they, they instituted this 100-day um, project. But, um, but I had always sort of failed at them <laughs> i quit and yeah, midway through yeah. I, I did the same thing oh, with God. the three like the photos the 365 yes. photos or and whatever. i don't even think i made it midway i mean i think i was like 30 days and i was like screw it i'm done <laughs> um and part of the problem was i didn't really i don't think i was as intentional about what what my project was going to be it was more like 360 day five days of creativity and i'm like dude that's way too no big. No real focus. Like yeah. no focus. And not just no focus, but like, dude, I got to be creative for a living. So like, let's figure out something that's maybe not tied to my work. I was trying to do one for writing too. And I was like, oh my God, but I write for a living. And so then I was like <laughs> trying to do more writing, which was silly. So, um, so I had failed at those before and I thought, okay, I've got to do something that isn't just about work, <laughs> you know, that is, but that makes sense for me to do because I am I mean I I do think of myself as like my brand in a way which I don't like usually saying out loud but it's, it is a thing where <laughs> yeah you know I totally. was trying to um market myself as somebody who could write for other people or you know that sort of thing um so it had to make sense in, in that context as well. But um, in 2014, my husband and I, had we, we were driving from Montana to California. My friend got married in Montana, and we were driving home, and we did Montana to California in one day. Ooh. And that was not recommended. Yeah. <laughs> we were silly by the end of the, by the time we got home we we're like oh my You're god hallucinating at the end? <laughs> i mean almost but uh but to pass the time um to pass the time we i just started like hey let's i'm just gonna ask questions and then you have to ask me the same question okay babe and he was like all right and so um so i just started like off the top of my head thinking of questions to ask him and then he would ask me the same question and i would answer and, and we were like what you want to travel there first like what you know like things the, the stupid questions that were seemed benign um you would end up getting these answers where you're like huh <laughs> oh okay well that's cool i mean i guess i didn't know that about you and we've been together for this long so huh and so i think um it was just this fun thing to pass the time and so i was kind of trying to figure out what sort of project to do and i had already started my podcast and i was asking people questions like for a living and so I thought, well, let's turn the tables and maybe my husband and I can do 100 days of discussion. So where we would ask each other one question a day. And then I would like post the question on Instagram. But I didn't think it would be a big thing because I was like, well, I don't know. I'm going to like handwrite it on a card and post it on Instagram. We'll see if anybody gives a crap about it. Yeah. I don't know. I just wanted the accountability of having it on Instagram because – if people knew to expect it, I felt like, okay, I would do it. We would stick to it. Um, and so what ended up happening is my husband and I had a great time doing this thing. And um, But the presence of the internet with this project was tricky because what would happen is I would, my husband and I would ask each other this question and we'd have like a, 
a discussion about something. Like maybe we found out that, like I said, some you want to travel there? What? Like we'd find, find out something about each other that we didn't maybe realize. And, um, and then I would post on the internet. And, and on Instagram, people started really, really liking this thing. I mean, they were answering my questions and they were asking me what my answer was. And they, were, they wanted to have a conversation on Instagram. So there I am with my husband, who we just had this conversation, but I'm on my phone. And I was like, well, that wasn't the point. You know, so yeah. about halfway through, I kind of had to switch it up a little bit and make sure that I was posting it on Instagram at a different time because he wasn't on Instagram. It's not like he was going to see it early or something, you know? And I was the one instigating the questions. Let's just put that out there. (laughs) He was like, okay, you're going to do all the work, right? I just have to answer the questions. (laughs) I just have to show up? Yeah, basically. Um, So so I I would be, I had to be a little bit more strategic so that I wasn't on my phone while I was with my husband, like Mm -hmm. trying to have a conversation or just be together. So, uh, so that was a little bit tricky. And then, you know, fast forward to the end of 2016. Um, and, um, I don't know if everybody knows this, but the U S is going through some political stuff. (laughs) So at the end of 2016, (laughs) what happened? I don't know. (laughs) So, um, so it just felt like people were very divided based on politics and, um, not, not, as far as I know, none of the question like thinking back, none of the questions have anything to do with politics. <laughs> and no, so no, no, I don't um, remember any. Of no. Yeah. So um, so that was happening. Um, my stepmother ended up passing away in September of 2016. So um, like being present, if there's anything that will remind you to be present, it's losing somebody right. who's close to you. Um, and so since the Instagram project, the 100 Days project, kind of ended. I I just like put it in a, a bow on it. Like I'm right. done. I did 100 days, but people were still like letting me know that they were using the questions. They were scrolling through the hashtag and using it on road trips, or they were. Um, somebody said that they were um, helping their. They were using it to help their. ESL students learn to read and speak English. Yeah. Like they were using them as prompts. That's so cool. And I was like, no way. That's like, <laughs> that's like the ultimate use for it, you know? Right. Um, and the road trip thing, I was like, well, that's totally how it started, in, like way back. Mm-hmm. And so I thought, well, that's cool, but people are still having to be on the internet for this. And so, um, so I have a background in writing and, and I have some graphic design skills and I know a really great printer. <laughs> and so I thought, well, maybe I can turn it into a book and then see what happens. And, you know, tied in with it, I knew I wanted to start my artist residency. And so I thought, well, if if the funds from that could then be funneled kind of into this really cool, like, project that I don't have any money for right now. <laughs> right. Um, or don't have a lot of money for right now. Um, then that would be like gravy, you mm-hmm. know? So, um, so yeah, it all sort of came together at the end of the year last year when I was starting to see people just super divided, even though they might have a lot of things in common mm-hmm. outside of politics. Um, so yeah, that's kind of how it came about. I know it's like a weird, like winding long story, but uh, I ended up doing, like you said, the audio and um, ebook version and then a print version as well. So yeah. 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 We cool. we got the ebook version since 
we live in an RV, so right. <laughs> that's smart. Space saving. Like, and man, I love like there's nothing like holding an actual paper book. Yeah, but I get it. We just couldn't bring any with us. I don't. I don't know that we brought. No. We brought the national got national parks. Yeah, a national secret well, to national parks book. That's an yeah. important book. to Yeah, have. but I think and one cookbook that might be it. <laughs> Other than your husband, have you used the hundred days of discussion? You know, prompts with other people, you know, to to strengthen your relationship or 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 anything like that. Yeah, I mean, I yeah, I've used those questions on several occasions, not not in, in their entirety. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, because the during the Instagram, you didn't just project, fire off a hundred. Yeah, no, I mean, like, in one sitting. On, can you imagine? <laughs> like, right, stick with me now, y'all. This is gonna be a while. Um, but no, 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 nothing like that. But uh, but I think that those questions, they're interesting questions to use in different settings. And I've I've had people say like, oh my gosh, I love this book. I'm well, I'm getting it. Like, or I wish one of the women said, I I wish I would have had this at Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. my family and I do not agree on politics, but we could have had we like we could have used yeah you know these prompts instead like divert divert don't talk about politics right. at the dinner table. So what's your favorite color? <laughs> yeah, right. Or like, how do you yeah. want to be remembered? Like, yeah, and you mm-hmm. and you break up yeah. the book into different sections, so right. it's you know entry level <laughs> yes. questions, yes. mid mid level questions, mm-hmm. and then really. Get down in and yeah. dirty, kind of like. Well, I didn't want to like, yeah, start people off with how do you want to be remembered because that's intense. But, yeah, right. um, but right. you know, I, I did that on purpose. Who that are was, you? Who are you? And <laughs> yeah, what do you stand what for? What is your soul? I know, like really get you know dramatic about it. But yeah. um, but no, I did I did split it up. So what I did, um, and it, that was not the case for the Instagram project. Right. Those were oh, just yeah. like I was pulling things out the day of like right. oh, this, that seems like a fun question to ask question, yeah. and and sometimes I was planning them out because I did I did travel like I said I traveled mm-hmm. during some of that project um that was fun trying to do that with my husband you know like mm-hmm. I'm like <laughs> who doesn't want to talk on the phone down, <laughs> who doesn't want to talk on the phone and I'm like at a friend's house which is weird to have a deep meaningful conversation about you know whatever right so, um so that was fun but what I did is those it, it, they kind of like were randomized I guess mm-hmm. I yeah. did, they were not organized in On any way Instagram. so right. right so what I did with the book is I knew that I wanted to try and kind of pull them through that filter of small medium large if you will like yeah. Yeah. <laughs> beginner you know mid-range and then yeah. getting into the the deeper questions um so when I adapted it that's that's what I I tried to do um but yeah I I do think that those those questions are they're good to kind of pull out as you need them you don't have right. to use them you don't have to do it for 100 days you could do it on the road from Fresno you right can, yeah. you know I do I just think that it I wanted it to be a tool that people could use as they wanted to um that's totally. why I like the print book um and the ebook there there aren't lines I didn't use I, I you know it could be used as a journal it could be used where you guys both record your mm-hmm. your answers um but I wanted to leave it open because some people like to sketch out their answers or you right. know like it, I think that it could be used and interpreted in a lot of different ways so awesome yeah. Ooh, that's a great idea I think yeah. you just sparked an idea in my head where we can like wear our mics our lapel mics on the road while we're driving and then you could answer you know, the question <laughs> Q&A and then like listen to them you know when we're older and I did have a friend yeah I had a friend who um 
who said that and just to FYI, not all of them are like super PG. Most of them are. But there were a couple where I'm like, it, it was like, what's your worst date or you know what I mean? You're yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're they're not for kids necessarily. <laughs> but I did have a friend who said she was going to try to walk her, her son through most of the questions and try to record them so that she could have that. You know what I mean? Record yeah. his, his voice. Totally. Encapsulation of Yeah. Of like I feel like I had one of those journals when I was a kid that was like you were supposed to fill out, you know, what's your favorite color? What was your favorite class mm-hmm. in school? And then you're supposed to go back and I was never super consistent about it. But yeah. But I think that recording if you, how your answers change over time. Right. And and how your loved ones answers changed mm-hmm. over time too. Yeah, so, that's a great idea. Um, yeah. So I mean we're I think I do think beings. <laughs> yes. Absolutely. And I do, you know, I haven't said this really out loud, but I do have plans for other books. Yeah. So because I do think that they can be tailored to certain groups of people. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Well, so, we're really excited for you. Thank you. So as kind of our wrap-up question, mm-hmm. you've now done over 100 podcast interviews. Crazy. You've learned done, a lot you've of things. You've discussed 100 things with a lot of people. <laughs> yep. If you could synthesize maybe some of the common threads or what you've discovered, somebody who is just starting out and wanting to create their own path, what would you tell them? Oh, my gosh. It's really hard to <laughs> get that into, like, a sound bite. <laughs> right. Um, this is going to be a three-hour podcast, guys. Yeah, this is a three-hour question. <laughs> um, no, no, no. Um, oh, man. This question is hard. Um, I think, you know, a lot of the themes that constantly come up, um, say, on the podcast – it has to do with, well, fear, fear, but fear of a lot of things. Fear of um, getting started, fear of like feeling like an imposter, like not like, oh, I'm not ready to do the thing, whatever that thing is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there, it's moving past that. And, and the theme that kind of has kept me going even when things, I mean, there have been times when I have zero freelance jobs coming in. That's terrifying, right? As mm-hmm. a free, as a freelancer, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so, so I think that um, the things that keep me going, it's really like, just don't stop. <laughs> you know, don't stop moving forward. So, let's say, let's talk about the book again. Um, at the end of the year, I also knew that my part time job was coming to an end eventually um basically um that job was up in the middle of april um and so i thought okay well if there's any incentive to do the book now like this is it right you know i can hustle get this book out um and it might not be a ton of income but it's something and it, Mm -hmm. it means i still get to do the creative residency with the podcast so you know i think that there's always um you know, if, if there is a lull in work, like that's the best time to start thinking of those projects that you've maybe had in on the back burner, or like in the back of your mind that like, could this be a thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, like that's the perfect time to research it and think if maybe it could be a thing and maybe turn it into a thing that maybe makes you a little bit of cash, right? right. Or, or mm-hmm. make some income. Um, and who knows what it could turn into. Um, when I was doing the Instagram project, like I didn't know it was going to be a book. Yeah. 
I was just like asking my husband some questions and like put, right. putting it on the Instagrams. I, I wasn't really thinking it was going to be anything. Um, and it is spurred, like it's given me so many other ideas, not just of like book ideas, but like other ideas of things that could be put out into the world. And so um, I guess the advice is, well, just don't stop. Like always kind of figure out um, what you can be doing to keep yourself moving forward, even if things might seem a little dire. Um, but also do funky side projects that don't seem like anything. Um, like the Instagram project, like, I don't know, I didn't think it was going to be anything right. really. And so it was, it was just one thing to like keep myself accountable. Yes. To connect with my husband. Um, and it just seemed fun. So I, I right. would, I would say, so much of the advice out there right now is like, you've got to have your blog on point and you got to mm-hmm. blog seven times a, a week and um, and you have to make content that's with bullet points and to-do lists for people and it's got to be... And a pinnable image. And, and a pinnable... Yes. Yeah. And <laughs> all of, perfect. Yes. Yeah. And all those things matter. Like, don't get me wrong as... I wish I was an early adopter of Pinterest. Images matter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But... Um, it just seems like we're so focused on always doing the thing that's marketable. Um, but people can smell that a mile away. Like, yeah. you know, um, just do the thing that seems like a really fun side project and see what happens. Totally. Nothing, you know, it might amount to nothing. It might just be a fun side project. It might be a portfolio piece that gets you a job three years from now. Who knows? Right. But I think that, um, stopping yourself from doing the fun thing that seems kind of silly, um, like you're doing yourself a disservice. And and share those things, even though they feel silly. Yeah, <laughs> you know, share them with people, and um, and if they are worthy of your portfolio, then put them in your portfolio. You know, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So it, it's just keeping your momentum going forward um, is important, and then do fun stuff. Make fun stuff. That's yeah. my advice. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's, that's good advice. Just, just laying down the truth bombs. I'm trying, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, we just want to thank you so much for joining us on the show today. You have been a dear friend of mine for like what feels like forever. I remember the 100 days of discussion on Instagram many years ago and you've just been an ins- inspiration to me and to a lot of people. Um, and we're just like really excited to have you here on Aww. the show. Thank I'm blushing. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, and so many people in the creative industry um, don't know where to start, and I think that's the inspiration part that you um, provide. Well, thank you. Yeah, I mean, I I wouldn't consider myself. I've never considered myself like a creative person, and then here I am with Annabelle doing like creative things, and I was yeah. like. What? <laughs> You're a creative. Welcome. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. And um, like you said, if it, it, it only really takes, like this podcast, for example. Like, what a cool project to do together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's fun. It might not make, like, might not pay the bills, but it's fun. And who knows what can come out of it? Even exactly. just like meeting people along the way mm-hmm. and having an excuse to reach out to people, it's so valuable. Yeah. So, yeah. I commend you guys for starting it. I'm, I'm really excited to be here. So thank Thanks. you. Well, every week we uh, do this thing with our listeners, um, what, we call, what we call the sweep up. 
And um, <laughs> that's where we tell each other um, what made us feel loved today. Something that made us feel loved in however way you, you know, you you receive love. Okay. And it's something that we made up together, and it helps us be connected. And we'd like to invite you to do the same. Okay. So we'll do. We were talking about this last night. We were like, "How do we do this? We've never done the like a three person." Oh, okay. <laughs> We've done, yeah. So we'll just so do like round, round robin, robin style. Yeah. Okay. So and like, so you just we will just ask. Um, well, why don't you start? You ask me. Okay. So, Annabelle, what made you feel up today? Hmm. It made me feel loved that you were willing to drive me into Sacramento to meet my internet friend. (laughs) And you're just like so willing to go along with all of my crazy ideas. That made me feel loved. Aww. What made you feel loved today? (laughs) Well, again, I'm like, I love that I get to be part of that. (laughs) That makes me so happy. Um, Well, honestly, uh, the fact that you guys are here, I mean, I know you're not necessarily staying in Sacramento. That makes me feel really loved that you guys would come to Sacramento to come <laughs> hang out. And um, yeah, because I know, you know, road tripping is a crazy beast. And so <laughs> kind of making a, a side trip out of something or, or making an extra effort. So that's, I feel loved just being here with you guys. And, and thank you for coming <laughs> to my office. You're like yeah. one of the few people who've come and hung out with me. So Yay. Yeah. What about you, Christian? What made you feel loved today? <laughs> what made me feel loved was you opening up your office to us and doing this interview, taking time out of your day to talk with us and um, give us some good coffee recommendations. <laughs> yes. Guys, I, what was the name of the coffee place that you told us to? This is like the best mocha I've ever tasted. Oh, Seriously. so he's like... <laughs> I love this mocha. But, it's uh, a naked yeah. lounge. So that made me feel loved that you would open up, you know, your your space to us and, and give us time out of your busy schedule. Yeah. Aw, yeah. happy to do it. Yeah. Awesome. So in closing, um, we want to tell everybody to subscribe to Jen's podcast, Creating Your Own Path mm-hmm. with Jen Snyder. Go to jenniferesnyder.com and buy her book, 100 Days of Discussion. Yep. You will love it as much as we did. Um, yes, and the digital bundle is going to be 30% off. So starting June 6th through the 30th of June um, right. this year. So FYI for people who are listening, if I'm doing it because I know that road trips are happening. Like summer totally. is here. Oh, yeah. People are getting hit in the idea. road. Uh-huh. So um, it's 30% off. People just have to enter the code SUMMER17, all caps, at checkout. So okay. Awesome. Well, we'll put the code in the show notes too, uh, which you can find at swepttogether.com slash episode 38. Wow, 38. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. All right, that was Jen Snyder of Creating Your Own Path. Isn't she amazing? She shared some like major truth in that episode. Yeah, we really, really had a good time with her. Um, we ha- we got a chance to, I got a chance to know her a little bit better. She's a wonderful person, and we had a fantastic time interviewing with her. Yeah, if you want the details of any of the stuff that we talked about in this episode, you can find show notes at swepttogether.com slash episode 38, where you'll also find share links to send this episode to friends, family, 
significant other, business partner, anybody you think might enjoy this interview with Jen, you can share it right there. And if you are interested in buying her book and getting it at a fantastic discount, you can also click on the link um, from the share notes and or the show notes, the share notes, the show notes and use the coupon code. We'll put it in there for you so that you can get her book off of her website. Yeah. And this is not she like was not sponsoring us in this episode just for full disclosure we just love her we love her book we own it ourselves and we want to just support her support her and if you want to support us you can find us everywhere facebook instagram twitter at swept together and rate us on itunes we have really enjoyed our road trip for many reasons but one of my favorites is being able to connect with a lot of our distant friends and family like Jen and see them in person and be able to learn from them and hear their stories. This is just, we feel really lucky to be able to do what we do. Yeah, and we believe that creating your own path is, is a way to find that fulfillment that you heard that uh, from Jen Snyder herself. Yeah. You don't have to do it perfectly. Just get out there and start. Yes. And so thanks so much for tuning in this week and listening to us and listening to our show. We really appreciate your encouragement. Yeah. You guys are the best. Until next time. Love you guys. that could eat bones so that you can see if you wanted to give it five stars on Yelp. Right. (laughs) Join us. Join us. Join us.